Hey, this is Hillary Crowley, and welcome to the Good Energy Healing Show. I am back on the journey of the call to adventure. Um, we've been talking about what does it mean to awaken to your own consciousness? What does it mean to awaken to your own adventure in life? What does it mean to be the hero in your own life? Um, I'm Hillary Crowley. I am talking about ordinary reality versus non-ordinary reality. That's what we spoke about before. And I guess I wanted to say my name again because growing up, my name was Hillary McCann. And one of the characters I want to talk about with The Hero's Journey is part of my homework is I, I watched a movie that I've long wanted to watch. Um, it's a it's a little bit of a tough movie to watch because it's just like the Titanic, you know, the ending of the movie when before you start. And it's a story of Christopher McCandless, um, very similar to McCann, except the origins are very different because Candless is Mick means son of Candless. But I still see uh, my name, McCann, in McCandless. And the reason why is I know that the origin of McCandless, which is Irish Gaelic, is um, means wolf pup, pup wolf cub, um, son of the canines, son of the wolves. And I really think that this kid, this is his real name, um, I think he was very much like a wolf pup going out into the wilderness, um, beautifully, beautifully titled story of Into the Wild. And I recommend the movie. It's a good one to watch. Um, it's the hero's journey kind of gone wrong a little bit, um, you know, because he went into the wilderness to seek kind of his warrior self. And as we speak about the hero's journey, I want you to know that there are two types of journeys you can take. There's a journey where you take and you discover the war warrior, the war the warring warrior in yourself. Um, it often requires violence, and um, I don't know. From my point of view, it's sort of like not recommended um, because the second one is so much cooler, which is the journey you take to discover your message, the message of you, the message of this time in your life that you're in, the medicine, the, 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 the spirit of you to discover the spirit of you. So I would say that ironically, the story of violence is metaphorical, um, but you don't get the metaphor uh, because the journey we, we all long for is the, the death of one part of ourselves um, to awaken and rebirth another part of ourself. If the journey of the story of the adventure is lost, then you just forget that it's a metaphor and then you go do something where you lose your life. So Christopher McCandless um, was seeking connection and growth. And he was um, a student, apparently a very, very academically um, gifted student, and he wanted to seek the experience, I believe, of getting out of his head and into his life, right? Getting out of his head and into his life. Anybody relate to that story? Hmm. And so because he was young and he was strong-willed and strong in body, he took that quite literally 
and he left society to go into the wild. Um, there's his head saying, I'm just going to do exactly what I'm thinking I want to do is go into the wild. And so in many ways, he accepted the call to adventure. And the call to adventure for all of us is um, the decision that you want to live, that you want to live an extraordinary life. Um, Joseph Campbell, who wrote, who was the, I would say the author of The Power of Myth, but he's the author in that he was interviewed by Bill Moyers. He's also the author of A Hero with a Thousand Faces, and he was also quite the academic. Um, he, he worked as a professor at Sarah Lawrence for, I think, 30 or 40 years. In the last two years of his life, which I touched on in the last episode, I think he embarked on his own journey, which is to articulate his great lessons and form a new legacy of being able to pass on an amazing story of the ultimate story, the human story, before he left this earth. And he also described his own death as knowing that he's on to his next adventure. And he believed that the next adventure would be blissing out. He would be just completely blissed out um, in the presence of the creator. Very spiritual guy. Um, understanding that there's the, the what would we call it, the macro adventure, which is the adventure from the moment we're born to the moment we die, and then all the, the adventures on the, on the inside. So Into the Wild movie, I recommend it. Check it out. And watch it as a lesson for what are the stages, watching for the stages of the adventure. This adventure that has been mapped out for us. So here's the idea of the map again. I talked about the map of the chakras uh, a couple years ago. And, or if you're just binge listening to my uh, episodes, <laughs> you know, a few days ago, we went through the map of the chakras. Um, this is another map. This is another map for living, the map of the adventure. I took about a month letting this seep in, letting this seep into me. And the idea of non-ordinary going into the unknown is not as inviting to the call to adventure as the idea of going to the extraordinary. And maybe that's the feminine side of me, the female experience of me living with permission to understand that the deeper journey that we go to in this life is quite extraordinary. It's filled with beauty, not violence. Um, extraordinary is inviting. Non-ordinary is kind of you know, troublesome. Like, what does it mean to be non-ordinary? That's a strange, the non-ordinary re reality, the unknown. It's like a strange invitation. But if I could get invited to an extraordinary place, the language of that alone is more inviting. So I want to invite you into the call to listen to the call to adventure. And I will tell you that the call to adventure has nothing to do with my voice. It's the voice inside of you. And we're being called to adventure. And one of the things we're going to talk about today is that on the hero's journey, 
part of the hero's journey is the choice, get this, to refuse the call. The choice to refuse the call. It will keep coming back to you, but you're allowed to refuse the call. Imagine how many times you've had a call to an extraordinary choice, but you've refused the call. The way that's set up, it says that we have a call to adventure and then we have a choice to refuse the call. And then eventually a guide arrives. Something comes to our life, which we cannot deny. In my work, sometimes the the thing we can't deny can be a health event. Sometimes. The body. Um, sometimes what we can't deny is a passion. Uh, something that we feel deep, deep about. And passion sounds hmm, kind of like sensual or exciting, but passion actually means to suffer. So it's something that we deeply desire that we're willing to suffer for. Um, I'd like to talk about another term that is coined, um, was coined, but is coined by Joseph Campbell, speaking of, of him in the present tense, um, uh, sacrifice. So isn't sacrifice a nice combination of suffering and passion? So you're like, oh yeah, you know, like I, I like the idea of giving something up in order to giving up my ordinary in order to move into extraordinary. And ultimately, what we're we're moving towards is um, responsibility. And again, responsibility is is a beautiful concept that we are responsible for our life. We are responsible for our life, which means how we respond to any call to adventure is our choice. I think I have... I was in a session and um, my client and I were were riffing together. The energy fields were riffing together. Um, like almost like a, you know, I was never in a band, but my brothers always used to have jam sessions because they are both really, really good musicians. And they would jam together and they would have so much fun. And and um and once in a while, once in a once in a rare, rare occasion, I would be called in to like play the drums, which is a joke. Like, let me just be clear with you. I don't know why they, I, they must've just needed, they like, they told me just to play this one little backbeat. And I'd be like, okay, I'll do that until your real drummer arrives. This is all taking place in a garage, by the way. Um, but I have to tell you that just sitting in a jam session is really invigorating. It's really, really invigorating. And that invigoration is what I feel. Um, it's very similar, right? You're just, you're just, you're just riffing off the music of the energy field of the music. And I actually kind of go into jam sessions. Um, it's almost musical when I'm working with my clients. And so anyway, we were riffing and jamming together and I was like listening to her body, which is an instrument, right? I was listening to the body and uh, we talked about responsibility and somewhere in her field and my field like came together and I'm like, ah, oh, responsibility. That's words response is like your response is your responsibility. Like, wow, what a gift, what an honor that like anything can happen to me today in my ordinary or non-ordinary or extraordinary um, um, life world. But 
ah, how I respond to it is my responsibility. It's my honor. It's my choice. So that's some of the medicine that I've been able to, to gain on my, my hero's journey. The million little mini micro uh, journeys I take in my day. So we have the micro journeys and we have the macro journeys and we have the call to adventure journeys, uh, the ones that look like adventures, ones that we can speak about, that we can write about. Uh, Bill Moyers asked um, Joseph Campbell why every single story, play, movie, novel, memoir, why every every record of of a human experience involves some version of the hero's journey, and um, he asked, you know, why? And he said, because that's the only story worth telling. That's the only story worth telling. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's it's the only thing that makes a story a story, which is who, what, where, when. When I used to teach kids theater, I would just say, let's just figure out the who, what, where, when. And then the why will will be self-evident because the story will the I think the why is for the audience, whoever that audience may be. Sometimes it's just the players are the ones who are the audience members. If you write a journal, you're your own audience, you know, you're you're writing and you're seeing what the who, what, when, where is, and then the why reveals reveals itself back to you. All right. So here we are. Um, We're looking for the medicine. This is the call to adventure. We have a medicine and elixir that we're searching for. But the first thing we need to do is be aware that we can refuse the journey. Be aware that you're refusing. Um, I'm I'm going to be teaching about intuition a lot in the next month or so. Um, I'm uh, on this uh, platform called the Shift Network. I've been invited there. I've loved the journey so far. Far literally, that's a journey because I left my ordinary. And I've added something to my plate, which is extraordinary. But I believe that as I break down understanding um, what it means to be intuitive, um, I feel like the first step, and I and I write about it. It's already out there. If you, you take the class or not, it's it's. I'm going to tell you what the first step is. It's it's um, giving yourself permission. You know, it's like giving yourself permission. And guess what? No one else is going to give you permission. It is something you have to grant to yourself. You can spend a life. Um, you can spend a life being um, dependent on receiving punishments and rewards. Punishments and rewards. And you're like, oh, punishments, that sounds a little harsh. I'm an adult listening to this, like punishment. Like, really? I don't know. I think I think our day is full of it. Uh, you don't return a phone call. Um, you're gonna hear about it. Um, you if you're running late, um, depending on how um your relationship is with your boss or yourself or your self-talk, your inner boss, your your actual boss, um, you're gonna hear about it. Um a good friend of mine reminded me because I'm self-employed that if you you work and you get a paycheck from somebody else, you're also going to get a review. You get reviewed, 
And it's to their discretion how they're going to review you. They're going to review you and they're going to fill it with words of reward or words of punishment. They're going to say where you're at on their journey, how you fit into their plan. Um, and I said journey, it doesn't necessarily mean the hero's journey. Um, just, you know, people, you can go on a journey and it's not a hero's journey. It could just be like setting a goal. Our goal is we want to, you know, create this program or, or, um, meet, meet this, you know, financial, um, you know, financial gain. Um, we want to build this, you're going to help us build this. So you can be part of a cog in the machine of a journey, but that's not a hero's journey. That's not a hero's journey. Oh man. I'm saying hero's journey and this book um, about the hero's journey was written, I guess, 30 years ago, I guess. I don't feel like going back and checking the copyright again. Maybe I, oh, I will hang on. Anyway, I, I like that we're moving into like some of the language being less binary because hero is one of the tough ones. My goodness. 1991. Yep. Doing the math here. Oh my goodness. It is 30 years ago. Yeah. You probably saw me do this on the last episode. Time. Wow. All right. <laughs> wow. Okay. So 30 years, 30, 30, more than 30 years ago. So the word hero really needs to be non-binary because the feminine version in the English language of hero is heroine. And that word has just been completely hijacked by um, the drug. You know, we know what heroin means right now. You can't say heroin, which should have been the highest version of the female experience of the call to adventure. However, didn't work out because heroin somehow became synonymous with drugs, a very lethal drug that does a tremendous amount of harm. Okay. So, all right. So hero is going to have to just be non-binary for all of us and um, whatever, you know, gender we identify with really, really drop into that beautiful word hero. Um, I just have to pause for that because I'm just sad because that's a real something that was taken away from the goddess energy, you know, that, you know, that you would, that we, you'd take that that word heroin. And I don't know, I'll have to look that up for another day off air. So here we are, hero, 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 hero. The hero's journey is different than just the journey, just the the slugging through. It's the hero's journey is the journey to the extraordinary. So have you refused the call? Have you been punishing yourself? Have you been withholding rewards? What is your, what is your journey? What is it going to be? So the story in Into the Wild, um, Chris McCandless, who was young, um, who did not completely understand the metaphor of what he was going to be called to, literally stripped down his um, all of his, his, his uh, basic needs and went into the wilderness. And he did not refuse the call. He took the call to the wilderness. I will say, however... In the next step of the journey, he found several guides along the way. But when you are on the place of the threshold 
of the extraordinary life, choosing to be extraordinary, a guide will appear to you. That guide appears as an older, wiser soul that can literally be somebody who has more experience than you. It could be quite definitively a spiritual awakening of awareness of a presence. I don't really want to define what that could be. Um, If you're on the hero's journey, which it is to break your cycle of addiction, um, I believe that if you walk through the 12 steps of a AA program, you'll see the hero's journey is built right into it. You'll actually be introduced to a sponsor, uh, but also in this 12 steps, you'll also be introduced to the idea that um, there's a source greater than yourself that's here to help you. That's a, that's guidance right there that you admitting that um, there's a source greater than yourself that's here to help you. Um. Yeah. So if you want to refuse the call, you say, nope, there's nothing, nothing more than me here to help me. I am isolated and alone. Um, there's no consciousness in anything else. I'm surrounded by no consciousness. Um, I cannot receive messages from any living being um, on this earth. I cannot receive messages from earth. Everything around me is without life, without vitality. And I'm going to continue to refuse the call. That sounds kind of bleak, but I actually think it's a pretty popular <laughs> a popular uh, way that we're trained to look at the world. Like, yeah, what are you going to do? Can't do anything. I'm powerless. You know, just slogging back and forth, same old, same old, ordinary. And, uh, you know, waiting for somebody else to give you the reward. There's a possibility that we all need to decidedly choose to enter more vigorously in our life the call to adventure. It does not mean that you need to leave your life. It doesn't mean that you need to even put your life at risk. It simply means that you are wanting more inside your body, inside this beautiful life, this vital body that is beating its heart and breathing for you every day. Just take a deep breath thinking about that. And that there is no rating of the adventure how big it is, how external it is. It's going to happen no matter what. So you might as well choose it. You might as well surface your consciousness and decide that you're going to say yes. You're going to say yes. Some of the folks that are best at um, going on the call to adventure, um, being called, hearing it and saying yes, are the artists. The reason why is that artists are trained, whether they're self-trained or trained by others, other guides that come into their life, um, they're simply trained to say yes. That you you say, ah, do I want to put that line right there? Do I want to 
want to add that little shadow into that painting? Do do I do I want to make that choice on stage? Do I want to go deep and uh, write that extra paragraph? Um, do 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 I want to take this uh, side of this wall and make it a gorgeous mural? The answer is yes, because if the answer is no, that which is to be created does not get created, and no is perfectly fine too. The world is filled with things that have not been created yet, right? The world is full of no's. But to say yes, to make that strong choice, um, if you if you ever study improv, which is just a lovely thing to do once in your life, take an improv class. If you ever watch The Office, um, uh, Michael, um, you know, the, the lead in that, he... he <laughs> He uh, decided to take an improv class, his character. Um, Steve Carell, by the way, is a brilliant improv artist. So he had to play being bad at improv, which was just, you know, a brilliant choice that he made. It's really, really funny um, if you ever watch The the Office, uh, the American version. Anyway, um, that's that's a nice way to kind of see what a real improv class looks like. Um but the the only thing that you can do in improv that's going to get the instructor, the wise guide, to kind of you know re you know redirect you you know to direct you in a different direction would be if you say no, <laughs> if you say no. So I work with children and we have this yes and game. And the yes and game is not original to me. It's yes and is how you go through life. Um, with a with a, with a, with an improv partner. So the improv partner, I'm going to just take children's examples because the kids make it very hard on themselves, but it also turns out to be really great when they when they lean into it. So so I was working with a couple of kiddos um gosh, I guess it was last year and they were trying out improvisation. Not an easy task for kids. Um, kids are still living in that punishment reward scenario. They haven't had the first big call to adventure where they're responsible for themselves, but what a beautiful way to practice and get ready to go out into the world and say yes to the call to adventure than to be trained in the theater and the arts, um, any arts. That's why it's so important. Everybody, please, please support the arts and the community for the children, in every small way, do it. That's something that can only really be healed locally. Um, if you're, if you have no association with your school system, just sneak on in there and say, Hey, is there anything I can do to support the arts? Um, it's just such an important part of building up the the children of our society so that they're ready um, to to answer the call to adventure and then just make a much richer, beautiful, more peaceful world. Okay. Anyway, so I'm teaching this class and the kiddos, um, I'm trying to think of uh, how, how it went. It was really cute. Um, okay. So I said, we're going to play yes. And so the first thing that that sounds like is that the kids are thinking, you have to say yes to me. You know, I'm going to get you to have to say yes to me. I said, well, you're both saying yes to each other as you're building up the yes. And, and it's not actually the word. Yes. It's the spirit of yes. So one little girl starts and she says, what do you think about my new red shoes? And the scene partner says, you're not wearing red shoes. You're wearing black shoes. And I stop. I like, no, see, 
we're going to just play along. We're going to play along and we're going to play along like she's wearing new red shoes. And um, she just created a extraordinary reality. This is just a tiny little example of imagination, imaging your way into a new reality. Um, Later on, if it became like a, a, a Broadway show, we'd have costume designers and we may or may not have the red shoes there. Might be interesting that she's wearing black shoes and she says they're red. Who knows? But you need to say yes and in your heart and answer that back. And so we tried again. What do you think about my new red shoes? And her scene partner said, I like how they sparkle. And then the little girl was able to say, I put the sparkles on myself. And then her scene partner said, well, if you put the sparkles on yourself, I'm wondering if you have some extras because I'm not feeling great about my shoes today and you're sparkling brighter than I am. And she said, well, I'm sorry. I'm out of sparkles. I don't know where, um, I don't know where I left them. So the, the story goes on and on and they end up, you know, going on this adventure to find out where she lost her sparkles. And before I knew it, I had this amazing storyline of, you know, what it means to have a friend who wants to sparkle with you, but I lost, you know, I lost my sparkles. Let's go find our sparkles. Like, wow, that's good. I mean, that's like poetry in motion. And the first thing you have to do is look at the ordinary reality, which is that she was just wearing a regular pair of like black sneakers and um, say yes and and say, let's play along. Let's play along as if. And by the end, you start to see, you know, the sparkles, you start to see, you know, what the journey is and we start to develop this new character. So you can imagine, um, cause you're probably following this and like, you lost me on the fact that the red shoes weren't really red. Like, yeah, look, check that part of yourself. Um, anyone who's ever done rehearsal, you're going to be talking about costume stuff. You're going to be creating stories well before the costumes are ready. Um, before the set is, is ready. Um, those of you who work in film, you've got to do, I mean, if I'm talking to anybody who's done any green screen work, you basically have to use your entire ma- imagination to create the end result um, because you're going to have all sorts of um, special effects um, filling in, you know, what you be- believe to be true. And as above, so below, right? As above, so below. We have, we're all stars in our own movie. We all have a green screen behind us and the special effects are the extraordinary pieces that, that we, that we bring in into our life. Um, welcome in those special effects, welcome in those special effects for, for yourself. See the sparkle before the sparkle is actually there. Um, create a story about the lost, you know, jar of sparkles and you and your friend can go look for that's the sparkle. So you can sparkle together. It doesn't matter. The journey, the story will tell itself. And as Joseph Campbell says, it will constantly come back to the cycle. And the cycle is in the most basic terms, you're living and you get an inkling, you get a little something it might be a whisper um, that says, I want more. And 
I woke up this morning thinking about this episode and I, and I was just looking at the clouds in the sky as overcast and, you know, overcast sky isn't the same as the big puffy clouds where you can just like watch them drift by. But if you, if you, um, really let your eyes set in to an overcast sky, you'll notice the clouds are moving along at quite a clip. It's, it's a little bit more subtle because there are no edges, no contrast between the blue and the white. But I considered the fact that wherever you are in this life, you can feel that we are rotating. And as well as rotating, you can also feel that the sky has, you know, wind. It's it's moving. It's got it's it's moving. The sky, the air above us is moving, and the ground beneath us is moving. There is no staying still. So you are just by virtue of the day, you are in a cycle, a great cycle. Okay. So it makes sense that as we as humans try to make sense of, 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 you know, this deeper connection that we all seek or seeks us, it makes sense that it would look like a circle. It would make sense that it would look like a rotation, a sphere. So in a very general sense, um, because if you can look, look it up, you'll see there's all these other different analyses, but I, I'm going to just drop into it myself, uh, basically merging, merging the, the hero of me, the hero journeys that I see when I'm in the energy field, uh, working with others. Cause that's what I do. I'm an, I work with the energy field and I, and I like to help people along the journey. I guess I'm one of the guides. Um, but I also am healed by every journey. So it's, it's overlapping. Um, so what happens is that you get that whisper and then you get that tug and then you, 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 you get pulled towards something and then you have the right and the honor to refuse the call. You can refuse the call. You can say, I need a different whisper. I need a clearer message. I need a, I need a louder, a, a, a louder, um, uh, wake up. I need, I need to be woken up in a different way. And, um, and that will never, ever let you down. You will be constantly called to the adventure, called to adventure, um, which is such an important part of, you know, where we are, um, constantly called to adventure where we are in our life, where we are in our life. All right. So then the next step is the refusal. And then the next step is that you don't refuse any longer and you say, okay, okay, I, I am ready to, to receive. And as soon as that happens, there's a great expression. It was told to me also about 30 years ago is that when you decide to take one small step towards your adventure, the universe, as you understand it to be the consciousness of the universe will take a gigantic leap for you. And that is the energy of protection and guidance and swoop that will take you all the way to the moment where you found yourself in the cave uh, of 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 your the tunnel the cave the tunnel the place that you go where you seek a deeper awareness without all the distractions because one thing you know about the, we call it the dark night of the soul that the 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 um the healthy the healthy quiet 
the silence, the stillness. It takes courage. I, I um, was in a meditation yesterday and the awesome, awesome meditation uh, teacher invites us to pull a card as we walk in the room. And the card I pulled was, it takes courage to be still. And sometimes that courage happens as you're walking through the tunnel. So you're walking through the tunnel of your, of your, of your life. And, um, so there inside of that, um, that stillness, the soul's dark place, not dark in a bad way. It's just the quiet. You feel completely alone only to discover that everything you have is, 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 has been available to you all along. And then swoop, you start to come back around as if it's the second side of night and the dawn is rising again in, in your personal rotation of the hero's journey. And that is where you feel the transformation. And that is where you receive your gifts. And that's where you come back and, and and you are able to integrate yourself back into the ordinary with the extraordinary, and you're very much alive, and you discover you're more alive than ever, and you'll realize that another layer of you has has been assured in your evolution. So then you're back at the ordinary reality, and you take a deep breath, and you said, I wonder when the next whisper is going to come along. Feel that rotation in your day, feel that rotation in your mind, and notice the whisper that you may be missing. That's a way of refusing. Ignoring is a way of refusing. Um, numbing is a way of refusing. Um, yeah, and and watch for that. If you're trying to get over any kind of addiction, whether it's a substance addiction or a thought addiction um, or anything in between, um, just notice that if you're feeling that, like the mindset, like the fixed mindset that's stopping you, not giving you permission to take risks, to feel flexible, um, notice that that's actually your refusal to the call to adventure. Extraordinary, extraordinary. Take the phone call. You're being called. It could be really, really small. It could be really, really big. It usually always will feel like a little bit silly. You might feel judged by nobody that matters. It doesn't matter. Um, answer it. Because I happen to think that the hero's journey is the healer's journey. And the gift you always get is intuition. And the guide that you find is always that one living inside of you. So, so here we are again. I just wanted to let you know that as we're on this on this journey, um, that refusal of the call is um, as long as you're aware of it, then it's your choice. Um, but if you're not aware of it, then it's not your choice. And if you're not even aware that the journey, the adventure, the hero's journey exists, um, time to wake up. Wake up. This is your wake up call to living an extraordinary life. And by extraordinary, it doesn't have anything to do with ego, nothing at all. It doesn't have to do with anything materialistic. There can be elements of material, but it is not materialistic. It is not violent. 
it is, um, it's a journey of the heart. It's the courage and the building of the soul. And I think it's the foundation for peace, peace within you, which is what we all seek, the peace and the calm. So I, I, um, I had some fun today. Um, it took me a month for this to seep in, but the only real takeaway is the non-ordinary reality, the unknown is actually just saying yes and leaning into the extraordinary. And then that changes the filter of everything. And all the characters in your life become great gifts to you. Your enemies, your 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 friends, your your um the the crises and the drama, look around and suddenly you'll see that if you say yes to your journey, you're going to see the messages and the gifts that have been there for you all along from the inside and also in the extraordinary imaging of, of your beautiful life. I'm going to leave it at this and because I'm coming back for more, I promise. Choose to notice if you're refusing the call and ask yourself why you would not want to have a little taste of the extraordinary on your hero's journey today. I'm Hillary Crowley. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or night, wherever you are listening to this. Um, We are having fun noticing that we are all welcomed into being the heroes of our own life, spiritually feeling into this yes and of life. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you enjoyed this episode, please um, hit the five stars. Please subscribe. People are listening all over the world. And this is my passion project. I just adore it. Um, Sure, it's a little bit of sacrifice, but it's a whole lot of bliss. And I love to just be able to speak out to all of you and share what's in my heart and um, feel through the journey of expressing what I know we need for more peace, joy, and health in our life. Um, I hope you have a beautiful day and I will catch you the next time.